can you relate to this? You've finally gotten some traction in your coaching business. People are signing up like you're the best thing since sliced bread because let's face it, you are. They're so excited to be working with you. They hop on your coaching calls. They check in with you. You're now spending most of your time serving them because you can get them results. And then suddenly they stop showing up. They stop checking in. They stop coming onto your coaching calls. They stop doing the work. And so you're scrambling, trying to figure out what more you can do to keep them going, keep them interested, keep them progressing. Is it about awarding them points to progress through your course? Is it about adding more coaching call times because maybe they just can't make the original time anymore? And then the complaints start happening. People who aren't getting results are now tuning, they're now turning it back on you. Your strategy doesn't work. You're not giving them enough support. They don't have the time to do everything you want them to do. Does any of this sound familiar? Yeah? Let me be the first to tell you that you are not alone. Anyone who has been through any type of high-ticket coaching has been through exactly this. And it took me so long to figure out what was going on until finally I did. And it is something so stupidly simple that I could not believe it took me this long. So the good news is that you don't have to go through the months and months of headache and heartache to figure it out because this is exactly what we're going to be talking about on this episode. My name is Deidre Shen. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Capture and the Podcast to Profit Accelerator. Let's get into it. Hi, this is the Grow My Podcast Show. My name is Deidre Shen, the CEO and co-founder of Cap Show and the Podcast to Profit Accelerator, creator of Honey Trap of Content Honey Traps and author of Honey Trap Marketing. In this episode, we are going to be talking about why most podcast content strategies don't convert to high-ticket sales and why knowing this huge mistake and actually knowing what to do instead, can drastically improve your chances of attracting leads who not only buy, but get results. Let me tell you a little bit about how this all came about. It was the middle of 2021 and I had it. Nothing was working and nobody was happy. My team were fielding emails and DMs of unhappy clients who were asking for refunds or program extensions. I started to dread coming to team meetings because it seemed like we had to deal with another tough client conversation. It was starting to play on my mindset. How could I hand on heart continue to sell something when it seemed like it wasn't working? The most frustrating thing is that we knew that their lack of traction wasn't our strategy or our support or our training. We had modeled our delivery of some of the best programs out there. We even had our coaches audit it and tell us what we were doing wrong. No one could figure it out. No one could find anything. So if it wasn't any of those things, what was it? Was it me? Was I the problem? I just couldn't do it anymore. And in that moment, I decided to burn it all down. It was only months later when I was speaking to another mentor, Melissa Rica, that I started to work out what had been happening because she had gone through the exact same thing, the exact same. And what she had found was when she started elevating her content, that was when she started to get the right people 
into her program. These were people who took radical responsibility of their own success, who dug in and they did the work and who showed up for themselves time and time again. These are the people we call our level 10 clients. And it's remarkable that making this one change so early on in her front end funnel would have such drastic results in who you convert and who else gets results in your program. This is the thing. No one thinks about this. A lot of us create content based on what we see others doing already. I did the same thing. So again, I'm not judging or blaming anyone here because everything (laughs) I talk about, I have myself personal experience. The problem is that all this content that is being created is talking to your level one. When you look at the simple how-tos and tips on, I don't know, getting your business started or getting set up on YouTube or getting started on social media or how to create reels or how to get on TikTok or how to start your podcast. This is all level one content. There is so much content at this level that there is a massive gap for your level 10 client. No one is talking to these high ticket buyers who will actually get results. No one's talking to them, not even you. I wasn't. I I certainly wasn't, Uh, which is why I was attracting the absolutely wrong people, people who expected quick results without putting the work in, people who expected that by some level of investment leaving their bank account that would entitle them to instant success. And this is why most podcast content strategies don't convert to high-ticket sales. And if they do, because ours did, I'm not going to lie, If they do, then these clients, they're not sticking around for long. That is when you get those hard client conversations. That is when you get people complaining. That is when you get people asking for refunds. So hang with me because after this quick ad break, I am actually going to share with you what you should be doing instead to drastically improve your chances of attracting leads who not only buy, but actually get results. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture was just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. 
Sign-up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capshow.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. Okay, so we know now the big downstream impact from the content that you're putting out there to who actually converts and who gets results in your program. Mm. Oh, and I should actually preface this by saying Bonner is going to be joining me, my co-founder, on this part of the episode as we dive into into the actual strategy of, of how to do this thing. Yep. So there's this big downstream impact. And the reason is because your content is always going to be the first line of attraction. Mm, I like that, right? Yes. I mean, we're not talking about defense anymore. No, we're talking nice. about, yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this is your Bumble profile for anyone, oh, no. anyone like Bonner who is on the dating apps. Whenever Dee just has to get into the dating analogies, we're all, this is, <laughs> but I like, I like it. Yes, this is your Bumble profile. In fact, this is the headline of your Bumble profile. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So the content that you are putting out there is what you are ultimately going to become, which means that. If you want to work with the right high ticket clients, this is actually what we need to work on first. Mm. We actually need to work on your content and how you're actually elevating it. So how do you come up with the content for your podcast and social media that attracts the right leads, the right buyers, the right clients who we call your level 10 client? Mm. And I call it the content bridge. So just really quickly, I'll, I'll talk you through the strategy and please jump in, Bonna, with, with any um, examples yes. as I go through this. So let's first imagine a bridge. So your ideal high ticket client, right, your dreamiest buyers, they are all on this bridge and they're trying to get from where they are now, so point A or one end of the bridge, mm. to the other end. That's the other side. And on that other side, because once they reach point B, that's their promised land. That's the, the big result. That's the big thing that's that you are promising be. them. And you, as their coach, as their consultant, you're going to help them get there. That's the purpose of this bridge. And along this bridge, there's going to be different markers mm. along there. And I, I call it 10 because if you can imagine on this bridge, there are 10 markers. Your level 10 client is right at the pretty much almost at the end. Mm. And your level one client is right at the beginning. So what I want us to consider is what if we just had one ideal client and then you just happen to be at different stages on this bridge Mm. at those different markers as I said there's those 10 markers from level one to level 10 and all the people who are on that bridge they are actually all your ideal yes really important point and if they are at the first marker they're your level one so they're at the beginner stage of for, for you yeah if they're at the level 10 they're your dream client and then there's everything in between two, yes. two to nine um, now everyone who is on this bridge they are all all of them are aspiring to be at the level 10 so much closer to that point big to that end to that promised land to that mm. end result no matter if they're currently at one two three four five wherever they are they all want to be at level 10 and just that much closer to the promised land yes and it doesn't matter if they've just started a journey and they've just had this epiphany or they've already been on this journey What sets them apart is that everyone who is on this bridge is the same type of person. Mm. Okay. Mm. So this is really important because this did my head in when I was trying to work this out the first time, because we all default to demographics or like the the easy things that we can anchor in. Mm. And that's actually not what we're talking about because we're talking about almost like psychographically how, like 
how do we determine this one ideal client? And it doesn't matter where they are in their journey along this bridge, but they are just, they all think and behave and have the same attitudes towards your thing or towards the thing that you talk about. That's what sets them apart as your ideal client. Yes. I think that's a really good example of that. Oh, I hope this is good, but a very simple example of that, I think, is, for example, if your ideal client, let's talk about our example, actually. Mm. So obviously, other than high-ticket coaches and consultants, in that scope, now we're talking about psychographic elements. Yes. If rather than starting from demographics, it can be easy to be like, oh, they're all parents, for example. And then we go, no, psychographically, we are going for people who are achievers. And it's like, okay, that's the first thing. But then really, and that's where a lot of us start. We're like, yeah, high achieving coaches and consultants, high ticket coaches and consultants. Yes. There's a lot of those people. There's a lot of people in that industry just happen to have that quality. But it's really about psychographically, they want that, they they are high driven and high achievers by nature, but they are starting to really want to do it from a place of it just started or they're very close to it where they're bringing ease back into their life and they don't want to be grinding all the time and they want freedom and they want to just have a a more relaxing experience towards that. Mm. So I think that they're not afraid of hard work, but that's what they're aiming for, which is why our content and our messaging really resonates with them about it's actually about being able to ultimately free yourself from that, but still get the result. So they want to work smarter and harder. So a lot of people who are really into the work, you know, harder than everyone else, outwork everyone else, they're going to walk past this bridge. It's not yes. going to be for them. And that's so okay. But then it, because it, it, but even when they're first starting out, they're doing it with the intention eventually. And then it just so happens the reason why for a lot of them is because they have families and all of that. And demographically, they may have those similarities. Mm. But it's almost like starting from the psychographic rather than the demographic is yeah. the difference, I think, for us. And actually, you, you raise a really good point because even as you were, you were talking about that, I was like, oh, this is such a like a, another light bulb moment for me because when we talk about demographics and we go, oh, yeah, we're um, targeting someone with three kids, let's just say, for example, mm. and that, so demographically. But when we talk about psychographic, it's like what is their thoughts, feelings, attitude, approach to even that demographic thing, so to those mm. having those three kids? Because there will be people yes. who have three kids and they kind of don't really care, right? Yes. They'll hire nannies or whatever to just do the looking after so that they can focus on what it is that they want to focus on. Yes. Whereas psychographically, we want them to be family focused. We want them to care about wanting to spend time with their kids, et cetera, because that's what, that's why they're trying to create this freedom. Yes. So does that mean that kind of, for me, I was like, oh, wow, that makes sense because demographically, again, these two people, they both have three kids. Yes. But it's really their approach, their thoughts, their thinking, their behavior, their attitude towards that particular situation. That is what sets them apart. Yeah. That determines whether they're on your bridge or they're off your bridge. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for raising that because that actually got me thinking about about that particular example. Okay. So now, okay, so that's great. So now we're like, okay, we know that to be on our bridge, they have to psychographically fit into this one, your ideal um, client, high ticket client. But then how does that help us actually create content? Right? <laughs> so what does it mean? Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about now because really what you want to be doing is if you think about that bridge, that's almost like also your, your framework, what you actually teach helps people go from point A to point B, mm-hmm. right? Which means that as you go through your framework, that is, there is level one, level two, level three, all the way up to level 10 and then to promise land. Like your framework actually fits across that bridge. Yes. And so how I want you to think about creating your content is because you want to speak to a level 10 client. So you're actually going to create content around your level 10 
frameworks mm. of your framework, your level 10 components Can't of your it. big framework. Yes. Your ultimate framework. <laughs> Did that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you might be like, because I, look, trust me, I, I went through all these same struggles where I'm like, but that means that I'm not talking about all the other things. Yeah. Right? All these other things. Yeah. Right? Yes. And that's okay. That's okay. Okay. So this is how I think about it. So the thing is that, okay, there's two approaches to this. I'm going to try if I remember to cover both. Because <laughs> I always go down one path. I'll and make I sure that you do. Completely yeah. forget what my other point was. <laughs> okay. So the first point that I want to make is I spoke about before that a lot of content out there is talking to the level one client. And when you talk to the level one client, you actually repel everyone level two to level 10. Yes. Because they're like, I know this stuff already. You're not relevant for me. Whereas when you talk to the level 10 client, you actually bring, you're actually also talking to your level one to level nine, because again, psychographically, they already, they, they're on that trajectory. They already like, they already empathize or feel the problems and the questions that the level 10 client has. It's just that they're a little bit further in, uh, further back in their journey, but that's okay because they can already see that they're going to come up against these problems and these questions and these, and they want to be thinking and talking to people at that higher level Yes, because they want to accelerate their, their, their journey from level one to level 10. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So that's, that was, that's one point that I wanted to make about why it's important to actually speak to level 10, because then at least you're actually speaking to everyone on the bridge rather than repelling the higher level people that mm. actually you want to be attracting. That's they're really so that. much closer to converting. With yeah, you. exactly. And then the other point that I wanted to make is about your actual content. Okay. I, I was like, how am I only going to speak to level 10 content in my framework? There's actually, this is the thing about when you start asking yourself almost the right questions, you start to solve them in the right way. I, I'm a big believer in that. You start to solve them in the right way is because now you can talk about things, A, with a lot more specificity, which means mm. that it cuts through yes. to your ideal client a lot quicker and a lot simpler. And also a lot of it is about positioning and messaging, mm. right? So yeah, you could actually, and I don't want to overcomplicate things um, necess- unnecessarily on this podcast episode, but again, these are things that I'm where we ourselves are working through, but you could technically talk about something that is at, you would think is like a level one thing. So for example, we talk about niching. Mm-hmm. It's almost, almost every episode. I think we, we get it. <laughs> and we need to niche. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. It's a very foundational, fundamental, almost level one content yes. topic. Yeah. When you think about it. Right? Right. Starting a business should think about this. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's how you position it. So if you were to talk about, yeah, you need to niche because you've just started your business, yeah, level one. Yeah. But if you actually think about how to message that in the right way for your level 10 client, because trust me, like all the foundations is are things that your level 10 client have to, should be doing anyway. They should mm. be refreshing this. They yes. should be updating this. As they, you know, level up, they're going to have to, you know, define their new, maybe slightly broader niche, but it's still, ultimately they're still niching because they're still talking to a particular person Mm. and you can help them with that. Yes. And so this is how you can literally use the same components of your framework that is down at the level, let's call it level one to level five area, but just message it so that you're actually talking about that particular component in a level 10 way. Was that confusing? I don't think so. I was following, but I guess I think the example would be really helpful to to, uh, to crystallize that because I, I like what you were saying about because we also don't want to be yet 
feeling like we're completely, you know, ignoring, um, ignoring or discarding. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that also it's a really good reminder to say there's just so many foundational elements that live across the bridge. But I think one example where we were thinking about, yep, when you're first starting out a business as a guide, you might be very much, trust me, I've been there multiple times, save yourself the heartache, start with a really tight niche. Yeah. As you say, for some of our level 10 clients, even in some of our examples, our own example with our business, we talked about, okay, you will, A, you might have a situation where your level 10 clients actually have multiple businesses. So how can they make sure that they might have niched down for one, but hey, your second business is you need to be just as, so now you're talking to someone who's got a portfolio potentially. But the other um, position for that would be like, okay, you know what niching down is, they're not, you know, a stranger to it, but now you're cycling, like you have a different version, mm-hmm. you're, you've either made a really big decision because you are at that stage mm-hmm. to, to pivot or something else has happened where you're actually cycling to a new phase of your business. And that sort of terminology is very unique to that stage in uh, in people's business life. Again, like level one, you're going, oh, wow, imagine that. What must be nice to have that problem. (laughs) You've you've already had a six or seven figure business and you're now you're cycling. It's still very resonant for them because the principles are the same. But like you say, you're really talking to them about the importance of that and they they resonate because they're not like, oh, this isn't a basic 101 thing. This person understands what this very unique position I'm in. Mm. Oh, we're just, of course, niching down. Like, how did I forget that? And we've been through this process ourselves where we had to go back with our coach and he was like, okay, the <laughs> fundamentals. We've told the story so many times and yeah. it's still so emotionally powerful. But we were like, oh, we teach the stuff. We know the stuff yeah. and we haven't done it because... We're now at this phase. Yeah. So I think that's right. That's just, it's just a rebrand of the same concept. But like you say, you're spe- speaking very specifically to a level 10. Yes, exactly. That's, that's the secret, you mm. guys. Like, do you, you see how like stupidly simple this, this is? It's stupidly simple, but hard to implement. I'm not going to, because we are ourselves still grappling with this day in, day out. We are obviously getting better, hopefully, but it's, it's, it's one of those like simple, but difficult to do and it becomes it is a matter of practice and repetition yes um to to actually nail this and and get this so the secret really is to be in front of everyone on your bridge that is like everyone from level one to level 10 and to do that in order to do that to be able to speak to all of them you have to speak to your level 10 client right that means their desires their problems their fears their questions because your level one or your level five client hearing all that can still see themselves in those same desires and problems and fears and questions because they are the same person ultimately okay i want you guys to understand that they are the same person but if you only talk to your level one client you will automatically exclude everyone else in that bridge so please no more basic content <laughs> you say no to basic say content. no to basic content okay because uh, it's just not relevant to your people, to your high ticket audience, okay? This is the thing. If you want to attract, convert, and retain those high, your high ticket audience, your, your dreamiest clients, you need to start implementing the content bridge. There's kind of almost no two ways about it. Take it from someone who burnt their business down because they did not do this, okay? <laughs> they did not do this. And I would do actually go into more detail and more examples of this in that podcast. So we're going to leave, again, the link to that podcast. It's free to register. I highly encourage that you do because this is actually one of the big things that I cover. Go to www.podcasttoprofitaccelerator.com. We will leave that in the show notes. If you love this episode, please do us a favor, leave us a review, leave us a rating and share it with all of your friends. 
and we will see you on the next one. Bye.